Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast. I am your host, Michael Boldia, and although we are not live, we might as well be. Yes, this is the recording, but it was recorded uh, November the 19th, which is today, the year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, it is a Thursday. Uh, it's uh, unseasonably warm in Wisconsin today. Uh, it's almost 60 degrees, which uh, just to contextualize uh, how amazing a thing that is. Um, last year, this time, there were about two feet of snow on the ground in Wisconsin. So uh, at least that's a plus. Uh, a lot to get to, a lot to talk about. Uh, um, I've been uh, mulling over something this past week, and I'm going to share it with you. Um, but yeah, we're still, uh, without a president as of, uh, January 20th, 2021, uh, as I am recording this program, uh, the Trump campaign is holding a press conference, uh, outlining their viable path to victory. Uh, one thing I know is that Everyone has come out of the woodwork uh, trying to get this man to concede. I mean, there's shenanigans going on in every state that's being disputed, uh, including Michigan, which uh, said they wouldn't certify uh, the results. Then they said they would. Then they said they wouldn't again, uh, explaining why they decided to certify the result, and they said uh, their families were threatened, there was pressure placed upon them, uh, because the other side is playing for keeps. I mean, they even dragged out Bayrak Hussein Obama, uh, just just waiting in the wings, apparently, uh, trying to, uh, you know, browbeat the current administration into folding. Uh Look, I, I, I know that those of you who listen to this program don't have short memories, but this is the same uh, former president and same former administration who began a campaign to disqualify this current president from the moment that he was the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. I mean, they tried to railroad this man even from before he was elected. Now, uh, the reason that I have Gino place the dates on the programs that we do is that so you'd know what I said and when I said it. Uh, it. It must have been three, four months ago when this whole thing started heating up when I said the other side will pull out all the stops. They will do everything they possibly can to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't see a second term. Uh, and, and my words uh, seem oddly prophetic now, seeing everything that's occurred. But uh, one thing that I've been thinking about, I, I've been thinking about two things, actually. One thing is that 
at every stage, there was a concerted effort to do everything they possibly could to turn this election in uh, Mr. Robido Biden's favor. Uh, because I, I've been sitting here thinking, all right, if, if they had the Dominion machines, if they could switch votes, why all these dead people voting? Why all of these people who are in uh, you know, elderly living facilities that don't even know their name anymore, that eat you know, applesauce through a straw twice a day? Why, why take their votes? And, and the reason that I came up with, and I think it's logical, because all we really have to grasp at is logic, is that uh, one hand was not aware of what the other was doing. Uh, the, the, the call went out, uh, make sure you do everything you can. And so at every strata, they did everything they could. The problem is, uh, they seem to have done a little too much for it to go unnoticed. Uh, again, Michigan, Pennsylvania, right now they're recounting a couple of counties in Wisconsin. This thing is far from over, but as we discussed last week, if uh, it does get overturned, uh, make sure you have uh, flame-retardant clothing and a lot of extinguishers on hand because uh, – as, as the kids like to say, you ain't seen nothing yet, uh, comparatively speaking. I, I, I think it would be uh, a stunner, uh, to be honest with you, with, with, with people and violence. And, uh, because they're, it's still being fomented. Look, they're, they're being used. The violence is being used as blackmail for the rest of the country to just shut up and take it, for the rest of the country to just concede, for the rest of the country to go back to quote-unquote normal. And all the swamp creatures, man, they're licking their lips and they're chomping at the bit because they know exactly what normal means. It means the American taxpayer gets railroaded once more. It means your taxes go up. It means uh, they get to lobby for... uh, Green energy companies that get, what, $250 million and then fold? Yes, that happened. Look it up. Uh, It's just astounding to me uh, how far they went. Uh, And and, and now you start to understand why uh, Mr. Robodell Biden was so uh, sure that he didn't need your vote. Because he said it to people on numerous occasions. Oh, if you don't like me, don't vote for me. Uh, he also let slip that they had uh, the most widespread uh, voter fraud apparatus in the history of the world. So, uh, you know, I know. It was Joe. Joe says things. Uh, this man will be president if uh, the other side gets their way. This man who simply says things, who couldn't hold a five-minute conversation without flubbing something. This man will be the most powerful individual in the world who at, you know, the, 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 the flip of a trigger, as it were, could start uh, WW3. I know, for the last four years we've been told, the big orange man's going to start World War III. Apparently not. He's even withdrawing troops from Afghanistan. He hasn't started any wars but you know what? 
the people that really, really want Mr. Robodeau Biden to be president uh, are not shy when it comes to sending uh, America's best to, to bleed and die in foreign theaters and uh, in the hot sun of the desert sand. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about. Because I want to be intellectually honest with you. I want to, to sort of tell you every angle I'm seeing this from. Now, uh, when my grandfather had the revelation about America and its judgment, he said uh, the communists would start a revolution. Uh, in, in Romanian, if you were to translate the word verbatim, uh, it could also mean instigate. So the word start could also mean instigate. And I know that many of you don't want to hear this, but again, we're wargaming it. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you what, what my free-form thoughts concluded uh, and again, I, I've never prophesied. I didn't say, thus says the Lord. I'm hoping that indeed there is so much evidence of the fraud that everyone knows took place. Look, if you think for a second that Mr. Robodeau Biden got more votes than Barack Obama by 15 million, given that Barack Obama was the Democrat version of a rock star and, and, and Robodeau Biden couldn't attract a dozen cars in a parking lot to hear him talk, then uh, I've, I've got some beachfront to sell you in Arizona uh, or, you know, yellow snow cones if you want in the winter, whatever. Uh, it's, uh, look, and, and this is why I think the other side isn't saying anything because they realize the absurdity of this. They realize that they jumped the shark, quite literally jumped the shark because Every single Democrat operative in these battleground states did their part, from the voting machines to dead people voting to uh, just grabbing ballots from, from dementia patients. They did everything, man. And so when, when you look at it as a whole, when you look at it in the aggregate, you realize something smells. Uh, something is very, very pishy, as they would say in Mexico or California nowadays. So, uh, and, and, and this is why I think they're keeping below the radar. They're not saying much, uh, and, and they're hoping that this goes away. Again, it won't go away because especially if uh, this administration knows that it won and that what's going on is outright fraud, they're not going to give up. They, they will not give up the ghost. They will not concede. And this will drag on. But back to what I was saying. Uh, the word start in Romanian could also be used as instigate. And let's war game this. Let's, uh, you know, put two and two together and, uh, again, make some reasonable assumptions. Let's say that Mr. Robodeau Biden does succeed somehow. Uh, 
and he lives to take the oath of office. Now, they either try to get him out using the 25th Amendment or some intrepid individual uh, forgets a pillow over his face at some point. But uh, my feeling uh, and the way I'm reading this is if he does manage to pull this off, and it's not him, again, it's the machine, man, the machine. These people were never a majority, but they always projected that they were. I do not believe that a majority of Americans want socialism or communism. I do not believe that the majority of Americans don't want to have access to cars anymore and have to get on some, you know, rail somewhere to go to work wearing a full hazmat suit and three masks. I, I'm not there. I don't believe it. But they always projected that a majority of Americans want this. And they had the media as their lapdogs to go along and basically nod in unison. Yup, yup, majority of Americans, majority of Americans. Now, if Mr. Robert O'Biden uh, has, after taken his oath of office, outlived his usefulness, and one Kamala Harris is uh, inaugurated, anointed, uh, sworn in as the president of these United States. And right now the big battle is Georgia. They're doing everything they can to take those two Senate seats so that they would have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Uh, the executive order orders, plural, that one Madam Kamala would... Uh, sign off on would be truly horrendous. I mean, they would change this nation overnight. Uh, and they'll push and they'll push whether gun confiscation or uh, just doing away or attempting to do away with the Second Amendment where they would instigate revolution. So I, I've thought about it the whole week, and that is also a plausible scenario. It's also intellectually honest. And uh, if, if that happens, then not only would Kamala Harris have the, the, the force of law and the armed forces behind her, um, it, it, would get, it would get bad. It would get ugly, it would get bloody, and it would do so very quickly. But hey, on a bright side, coronavirus is back. I like the fact that they keep it in the back pocket, you know, and then whenever they need it, they pull it out. So uh, states are shutting down again. Uh, as of now, I guess uh, Washington State, Pennsylvania, Michigan just announced uh, that they were uh, – becoming stricter, as it were. And uh, what nobody seems to be talking about, and this, is, this, is, this has been my pet peeve since the beginning of all this, is the actual mortality rate. Look, the more people get tested, the more are going to pop positive. That's the way it is. Some people pop positive and negative 
in the same day. But if you look at the mortality rate, it's stabilized and even gone down. And what nobody seems to want to discuss, what nobody seems to want to talk about, is the spike in suicide rates, is the spike in drug overdoses, is the spike in alcohol poisoning, and all these other things that are a direct result of people being forced to be shut-ins, to be in their home, to not be able to earn a living, to not be able to work. And right now, if they do clamp down again, what we need to understand, or because they, I, I think they understand it, uh, I, but if they do, they're not contextualizing it, is that we're, we're pretty much out of silver bullets as far as the economy is concerned. We can't shut down again and send another stimulus. We're already so far in debt, we're drowning. And the businesses that held on, hoping and praying for some relief, are losing heart when they see this is, this is happening all over again. Again, mortality rate is declining. If you're old and you're sickly, if you have a compromised immune system, by all means, feel free, stay home. But you cannot shut down the entire country. You cannot shut down the economy again because cases are going up. I mean, we just we just got a, an alert from my daughter's school that they're not going to have in-person school anymore after Thanksgiving. For how long? Eh, they said end of January. Well, that's two months. What are people with jobs supposed to do for an entire two months if their kids can't go to school? And guess what? Still paying the taxes. So, uh, we're, we're in a world of hurt as a nation. There, there really is no easy out. And the one, the one thing that we know would work is if, as a nation, we, we repented. As a nation, we turned our face towards God and, and, and turned away from our rebellion. If, as a nation, we fell on our faces and realized that without the blessing and providence of God, it doesn't matter how strong we think we are, we will fail. It doesn't matter that we consider ourselves to be the greatest nation in the history of the world. The Roman Empire, the Persian Empire... Uh, the, the Hun Empire also thought themselves to be the greatest in the history of the world. And in their time, they were. But guess what? No mas. No more. And uh, without God, without direction, without providence, without divine intervention we will go the way of the Roman Empire we will go the way of the Persian Empire we will go the way of the Han Empire and every other 
empire, great or small, that came along that thought themselves invincible. We haven't learned the lessons we needed to learn from those who came before us. And right now we are a nation in turmoil. We are a nation in chaos. And uh, that's where we are. I, I, I wish that I could come and give you better news and, and, and bolster and boost your optimism. But I've always been honest and upfront. And I think that you expect nothing less from me. Now, it was also some time ago that I told you that no matter how improbable it looks at the time, the target of the devil is always the church. That's it. There's no and, if, or but. It doesn't matter how, how tertiary certain policies seem, Eventually, it comes back to the church. Now, in California, they decided that strip joints can safely reopen. Even though they're, they're going back into lockdown and everyone and their dog is wearing a mask inside in their basement, hey, strip joints are safe. But guess what's not safe? Yep, you guessed it, churches. Having church is a public hazard. Having church is, is tantamount to murdering countless people. But strip joints are A-OK. Just think on that for a while. And the next time you think, well, you know, at least it's not affecting the church. It is. Everything affects the church. And another thing that I happened upon the other day, which... Uh, for, for those of you that emailed me, well, you know, I just, I didn't like his tweets and he, he I, it's better to just, you know, I mean, Joe's so calm. Uh, the first thing that will occur as far as executive orders are concerned, if Joseph Robido Biden becomes president, is that he will roll back uh, every pro-life edict that has been passed by this administration over the last four years. So the first thing that they want to do is make the murder of babies more accessible and, of course, you know, get taxpayers to pay for it, because why not? So for, for, for those of you justifying uh, a vote for Mr. Robito Biden, uh, take into account that that will occur if he becomes president, and it will occur swiftly. So uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I, I'd have a hard time explaining it when, when I stand before the throne room. I'm just, I'm just saying, because all the words that were spoken, all the things that were said, all the warnings over and over again, that fell on deaf ears to a lot of believers. I just don't like his attitude. Well, there you go. One of them has a salty demeanor. The other is advocating for post-birth abortion, for the murder of a baby after it has been born. Not only advocating for it, but rolling back every protection for life 
that has been instituted in this country over the last four years. So, you know, just so you know, because I I'm getting tired. It's this 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 whole thing of trying to explain to Christians why something is better than nothing or why why one administration is demonstrably better than the other. I, I I'm tired of doing it. Because there's there's always that 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 puritanical self-righteousness. Well, you know, like John Piper again, back to back to Mr. Piper. Well, you know, he's proud and unrepentant. Correct. The other side is murdering babies after they're born. And uh, if, if they do, if, if they get the trifecta, if they get the House and the Senate and the presidency, uh, look for uh, religious liberties on the chopping block sooner rather than later. Because you are a thorn in their side. If you happen to be pro-life, you are a thorn in their side. If you happen to be biblically and doctrinally sound, wherein you call homosexuality a sin, where you call transgenderism a perversion, where you don't mince words, where you're not a Joel Olstein or that guy that caught committing adultery. Oh, by the way, Lentz, yes, uh, it was... Uh, it was adultery uh, with a Muslim woman, apparently. So uh, I, I, I thought it would be worse, but yes, uh, he, he got fired for that. I'm sure that we haven't heard the last of it, because that's what the devil loves to do after he exposes someone. And yes, especially if the individual is in the public eye, especially if the individual is, for lack of a better term, popular, the devil will lay the snare, and if the individual happens to fall into the snare, it is also the devil who exposes them because it would bring shame to the household of faith, it was, and that's what the devil's after. Your sin will find you out. And so we haven't heard uh, the last of it, I don't think. There, there will be more, uh, as the kids like to say, juicy tidbits that will come down the pike because they, they, they like to slowly bleed these little factoids in, into the ether. It, it makes the pain a lot worse. Now, another thing that has been noticeable is an uptick in defiance by every nefarious state in the world upon believing that someone of Mr. Robodeau Biden's mental faculties will helm these United States. Everyone from the Iranians to the Saudis to the Russians to the Chinese are celebrating because they understand what 
the change of administration will mean for them. And that is a very dangerous position for the citizenry of this country. That is a very dangerous position for you and I. Because if these people are emboldened, when these people are emboldened, they do very bad things. And if they see America as having been weakened, if they see America as having no direction, if they see America as having no representative on the global stage, they will commence with their plans of wounding, attacking, and ultimately destroying this nation. And I say these things without an ounce of emotion because this is the reality of it. Look, I live here. My kids are here. My wife's here. Would I rather that everyone looked upon Mr. Robito Biden and go, wow, he's a scary dude. I know. Popcorn thought so. But that was in his youth. And he had a chain. If you don't know the story, look it up. I Again, it, it's 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 a circuitous thing. How can somebody who doesn't make sense 80% of the time win 15 million more votes than Barack Obama, who even those that disliked him agreed that he was a very smooth operator, that he was very eloquent when he gave speeches, and that he had a fan base. Even Hillary Clinton had a fan base. All the, you know, middle-aged lonely women that had bunches of cats. They were her loyal following. So, again, this is where we are right now. Uh, the Wuhan flu is back in the news. And I guarantee you every time that they need to muzzle people every time they need to control people every time they want a certain outcome. <gasps> There's a new outbreak. You know what? Given that the mortality rate is less than 0.5%, we're on par with the flu, kids. Everybody got diet something as I heard somebody say. So if it's not this, it'll be something else. But of all the things that I'd rather not die of, uh, starvation is second only to being set on fire. And if we keep going down this road, if we continue shutting down the economy... There will come a point when we would have done enough damage that scarcity will become the norm. Look, I'm reading just news reports in, in places like, what, Houston, Texas, just miles long car lines waiting to get some food. There's a continued increase 
in people who are barely making it or not making it anymore that are seeking something, either food or, or money to pay their rent or money to pay their electricity. And while all this is going on, you're telling me you're going to shut it down again. Just when people were starting to go back to work, just when people were starting to, you know, breathe a little sigh of relief that this thing was over. Remember that this started in March as two weeks to flatten the curve. November 19th is today's date. It's been well over two weeks, and yet here we are. Now, another unintended consequence of uh, mandating that everybody muzzle up is that apparently San Francisco Bay is now awash with uh, PPE, or personal protective equipment, as it were. The masks, those masks, you know, that you see in the parking lot from the store, the, the, the paper ones that people just flick off their faces when they come out of the store. Well, apparently, discarded masks and personal protective equipment have begun to wash into the San Francisco Bay with the arrival of the first winter rains, creating a new local pollution problem. I find it ironic that these are the greenies. These are the people who want you to stop raising cows and driving cars uh, because, you know, you got to save the environment. And they're having to deal with this in none other than in San Francisco Bay. So just imagine how many masks have started washing into the bay if they're now noticeable. Again, unintended consequences. And all of these governors that just on a whim decide to lock everything down again never think through the unintended consequences. Oh, by the way, Thanksgiving's over. Uh, according to some governors. Uh, if you want to have Thanksgiving, do it on Zoom, because there's uh, no better way to give thanks than to look at a computer screen and see somebody in another house uh, eating dry turkey. But back to this story. Again, there's so many things we could be discussing, but they're all, I'm not going to say depressing, because I don't get depressed. Um, they're upsetting, and the reason they're upsetting is uh, multi-pronged, but the largest is the ignorance of the church, or at least today's modern church, and what it is that they're not seeing yet, but will. So the Bay Area's first rain of the season is washing away worries of wildfires and droughts. Remember, because that was the big story a month ago. But it's also bringing a new concern gobs of face masks flooding san francisco bay go green or go home kids early season storms typically sweep a slurry of debris or as the english call it debris uh, from streets and sidewalks into rivers and creeks and bays this year the fall flush not only contains the usual gunk waste experts say but a whole lot of discarded PPE 
or personal protective equipment. The detritus of the pandemic, indeed. The detritus of your ignorance and foolishness. This influx of safety scraps into waterways to quantify. However, the California Coastal Commission offered at least some idea of the volume. The agency said there was so much PPE during this year's September volunteer coastal cleanup and inventory that it had to create a new category for masks and gloves. The items ranked between plastic cups and beverage lids on the list of the top 15 types of litter. Now, again, logical question. How dare you bring logic into this? Well, because we must. If staying at home and putting on a muzzle worked so well, why are the states that were the most draconian in regards to their issuances experiencing such high levels of infected persons? Pray tell. Because, I mean, these, these are the places that were supposed to be good and good and good. They stayed home. They did the hard work. They saved grandma. New York just shut down schools again. Spiking all over New York. How come? They were stuck in the house for so long. They couldn't do anything for so long. It's a virus. It will make its way through the population, like the flu and other viruses, It will likely be with us for the foreseeable future. And the only thing that we can hope is that it doesn't mutate and the mortality rate doesn't become higher, which, as of now, it has not done. I'm sad for people with compromised immune systems. I really am. Because they're the ones that honestly need to beware of where they go and what they do and all this other stuff. But people need to learn a a living. People need to be able to work. And it's scary to me how myopic governors of very large states are being in regards to this. So basically, all the mom and pop shops are going to be out of business. All the small businesses are going to be out of business. And the only ones that are still going to be doing brisk business and increasing their portfolios will be what? Amazon and Walmart. Hmm. If I were conspiratorial, I would say that this is sort of planned to amass power and distribution into the hands of Two or three companies. Don't you think? Because it's easier to control two or three companies than it is 20 to 30,000 small ones. And once you have control of those two or three, once you mandate to them what you can and cannot do, whom whom you can sell to and whom you cannot sell to, well, then you can just clamp down, lickety-split. Wouldn't take much, would it? 
See, we, we are in, in a very precarious situation. We are living very precarious times. And I understand that there's this, this instinct to try to find solutions in the physical. But there are no solutions in the physical. This is a spiritual matter, and it must be resolved spiritually. And the household of faith must step up. It's as simple as that. Look, I, I haven't written anything over the last two weeks because I, I, I've spent most of my mornings in prayer. First and foremost, for the safety of my kids. But second, for time. That's it. A little more time. And if it's God's will that it be so, then hallelujah. If not, then it won't. The materials used in PPE, whose use has become widespread in response to the coronavirus pandemic poses a particular danger to marine life because it is made of plastic and rubber and does not break down easily. California, like